WSJM News Now. Team coverage from the WSJM Newsroom on News Talk Sports 94.9 WSJM. WSJM News is brought to you by the Tom Crier Wire. Download your free local news app today at the Google Play Store or the Apple App Store. In the WSJM Newsroom, I'm Dave Wolf. Governor Gretchen Weber has signed legislation amending the Youth Tobacco Act. The new law raises the state age for tobacco sales from 18 to 21 and prohibits anyone under 21 from entering a tobacco retail store. There was mixed reactions among Michigan residents. The higher it is, the better. 21 should be across the board for everything. Starting at a young age, you're looking at more health issues. Why can't they wait to their age of an adult? One way or the other, I don't think it makes a difference. They'll just find it another way. If they can put a gun in my hand, I should be able to choose whether I want to pick up a cigarette or not. Penalties for the sale of tobacco products to kids remains up to $100 for the first offense, up to $500 for the second offense, and up to $2,500 for third and subsequent offenses. Not all are happy about the legislation. The Keep My Kids Tobacco Alliance claims the governor chose to cut a deal with e-cigarette maker Juul and sign dangerous legislation that could fuel a growing youth tobacco epidemic. Michigan Works is set to host its second major hiring event of the summer from 11 a.m. to 3 p.m. on August 3rd at the Michigan Works Training Center on Main Street in Benton Harbor. Mark O'Reilly, Director of Business Solutions, said after the success of the June hiring event, Michigan Works is excited to bring together job seekers with another 20-plus employers. We have employers from manufacturing, from healthcare, from hospitality, from logistic, government. We're going to have the Army there on education as well. There's a whole range of sectors for people to talk to employers from those sectors who are all hiring and they are keen to speak with interested candidates. We're hoping it's going to be a really exciting event for the local community. O'Reilly said employers have asked job seekers to show up interview ready with their resumes already prepared. Michigan Works is offering help with resumes, interview prep, and more in advance of the event. To register for the event, View a list of employers or get help preparing for the event, visit miworks.org events. If you've ever thought of working as an EMT or other first responder, now might be a good time to find a job. The state of Michigan is investing $30 million in first responder training and recruitment. Michigan Association of Ambulance Services Executive Director Angela Madden says you might even be able to get trained for free. A lot of agencies provide their own education to their employees. They may, with the help of these new funds, be able to instruct you for free, which is our which is our goal to do. I would also encourage you to look at your local community college, particularly for the younger, um, maybe fresh out of high school graduates who are looking at EMS or any healthcare profession. Madden says the staffing shortage for EMS workers is now at crisis levels in communities across Michigan. The Michigan Association of Ambulance Services asked the state this year for an aid package to help recruit and train about 1,000 new professionals. A traffic stop on Friday afternoon in Waverly Township has resulted in two arrests on outstanding warrants along with drug and gun possession. No names have been released. A 47-year-old Goebbels woman was pulled over in Waverly Township near County Road 665 and Belware Boulevard for several traffic violations just before 3 p.m. A search of the car turned up 30 grams of meth, digital scales, prescription medicine, and a loaded 9mm 6-hour handgun. A search warrant at her Goebbels home turned up more narcotics and resulted in her arrest, along with a 41-year-old man from Lawrence. Additional charges are expected. The Pokagon Band of Potawatomi has announced that its Mishkiki Community Clinic in Benton Harbor has added two new primary care providers and is accepting new patients. Pokagon Director of Health Services Priscilla Gaddis says even though the clinic is operated by the Pokagon Band, the clinic serves all Medicaid-eligible residents. 
You don't have to be Native American or a member of the Polkagan Band to seek services. And the Polkagan Band has many years of experience providing care for those who are part of a traditionally underserved community. The clinic is located next to Big B, just south of the Orchards Mall. Schedule an appointment, call 269-945-5484. Set for the weekend of August 12th through the 14th is the US-12 Heritage Trail Garage Sale, the longest garage sale in Michigan. Chris Martin with the Southwest Michigan Planning Commission tells us the sale has been held along the entire length of US-12 through the state since 2003. It's a garage sale or yard sale. There's a lot of attractions all along the U.S. 12 route in Michigan, which runs from New Buffalo on the west side going east all the way to downtown Detroit. And there's a wide range of sales taking place all across U.S. 12. Martin says there are a lot of small towns along U.S. 12, and you never know what you might find in one of them. There's everything from antiques to clothing. Some people make a weekend out of the US-12 garage sale and travel stretches of it at a time so they can take in as many attractions as they'd like. Martin notes that US-12 is one of the oldest routes of the country, running all the way from Detroit to Aberdeen, Washington. The road was once the main route between Chicago and Detroit. A project that involves moving a 5 million pound bridge started on Friday morning and will lead to the closure of I-94 in Detroit. Crews will be moving the new massive bridge from Wayne Street University to over the freeway. The process will take a week. Rob Morosi is a spokesperson for MDOT. When the bridge is moved across the freeway, we still have to put in the driving surface of the bridge and the uh, concrete barrier walls on either side of the structure. Morosi says the new bridge will be the first network-tied arch bridge built in the state of Michigan. The design eliminates the need for a center support. Most of the highways in Detroit are under construction at this time, making travel in the Motor City difficult. Download the Newstalk Sports 94.9 WSJM app and listen online anywhere. In the WSJM Newsroom, I'm Dave Wolf.